This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It was just the uh, master plan. They knew it all along. The news breaking, 1120-ish or so, that the Twins and Carlos Correa have agreed on a deal, yes, comma, pending a physical for six years, $200 million, four other years available. According to Dan Hayes, who's about to join us from The Athletic, those years are predicated on becoming guaranteed by plate appearances. So how did this all happen and has Carlos already passed his physical? Dan Hayes right now is dominating noon to three in Twin Cities Radio. He's on with Common one minute. He's on with me. Can you get on another noon to three show before we get to three o'clock, Dan? Hey, the, it's been busy. Let's just say that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you were, you were saying uh, how did the Twins end up with him. I'm imagining Derek Falvey. Uh, with his Dr. Evil, uh, the pinky to the the face and, and the, the laughter right now, uh, just sitting back and planning this all along and uh, surprising all of baseball once again. As we chat here at 2.08, has Correa passed his physical? No. Uh, it, it, look, okay, I can't say that definitively, cause, but I would assume that the press release will go out second it happens. But also, I'm pretty sure he's going to pass. Like, I, I, you know, look, the Giants deal fell apart December 21st. Um, the Twins got the, – the Mets deal fell apart December 24th. Um, in between then, the Twins have negotiated with Scott Boris. And it's not something that just happened yesterday or the day before. Yeah, they were talking sure. all along. And the only way the Twins were going to feel comfortable moving forward – is if they got to see a new look at the medicals. And, you know, there's what it is is there's an access file, and everybody gets a code. And if you get the code, you can punch in, and you get to look at all the medicals. And so that includes that MRI that the Giants took and probably whatever the Mets found. And there's no way the Twins went forward and offered $42.5 million more guaranteed than the Mets did at this point yep. uh, right. without being comfortable here. You know, and, and so – Yes, I agree 100%. Physical, but but I, I would say this is not a shoe-in, but it's certainly something that, unless Carlos Correa has done something in the last week to hurt his ankle further, um, they're going to feel pretty comfortable with what they find. 
I'm going to say this, Dan, unless he walks in and his right leg is not attached to the rest of his body, he is going to pass a physical. And you're 100% right, right? There's no way with all this taking place that Falvey hasn't said to Boros, yes, 100%, we want Carlos back, but you don't want to go through this a third time where we announce a deal and then we, for the first time, look at the medical. So clearly, right. some information exchange. How much of this, Dan, is simply this? The risk that any team is willing to take for six years versus the risks teams are willing to take at 12 and 13 years is incredibly different. And that's a yep. huge part of why Correa is staying near his favorite Dior store out at uh, Mall of America. (laughs) I'd say it's exactly why this is the case. Look, the Twins were willing to go in at 10 and 285 million, but I think they would have put together a more rigorous physical than what they're expected to do today had it been 10 and 285. Because I think the Twins are good with the idea of Carlos Correa's ankle holding out for six years. I think when it gets beyond that, there might be some questions. Look, this is a, he had a plate inserted. He told me and Betsy Helfand from the pioneer press uh, that September 20th in Kansas city somehow ended up on that road trip, even though we're skipping road trips at that point. And who knew it would be fruitful like that. But he, uh, he had a 2014 surgery when he had a, a leg injury and he had a plate put in and you know, there's probably at the back end of this deal, some real concerns about that, but the Twins know what, what kind of effort goes into preparation. They had him last year. They know what a uh, durable player he can be. Um, aside from COVID and nearly breaking his finger, you know, he played 136 of the other 142. Um, you know, he was, a, he was a warrior for them. He was out there every day. And so they know what goes into it. And I think when you have a player of his caliber, when you can access those, the, that elite skill set and the baseball savvy that comes with it, um, you're willing to push. And they they demonstrated that because the Mets went from 12 and 315. They halved the deal. You know they were offering six and 157 and a half million dollars. The Twins blew that out of the water, which is weird to say. The Twins blew Stunning. something out of the water. Yeah, with the is. Mets, it is. But that's why you know I'm going to make another movie reference here. I, I don't know. It's a lesser known movie, but. There was a great movie in the 90s, nine months, with Hugh Grant and Julianne Moore, and uh, they were having a baby. And uh, yep. Robin, Robin Williams plays the sub-doctor. He, he fills yes, he in. Does. And and uh, I'm going to guess that the, Chris Camp is going to just magically disappear on vacation today, um, the <laughs> Twins team doctor, and that some yes. kind of sub-doctor is going to fill in and, and be like, yep, yeah. the medical's fine, let's just uh, let's go, and all is good. Um, oh, yeah, you know, it, In the first hour... We had fun with whether it's Dr. J or Doc Rivers or <laughs> Doc Hollywood. Whatever odd doctor is going to give the physical. Dan Hayes is with us from The Athletic. Let's let's point out two things. I want you to react to the second one. Number one, plate is legit. And down the road, let's point out, he hasn't missed a single regular season game tied to this injury. Right? So that's relevant. But let's not let this slip by. For an organization, by the way, when Carl Polad owned it, it's just the truth 
this organization wouldn't spend enough money. That is a fact. They have been better with the boys running it, but still more middle of the pack. But what makes this so unique is they're now going head-to-head against a man in Steve Cohn, who I believe I have this right, is the wealthiest owner of any Major League Baseball owner. And for six years, they are offering Carlos Correa $7 million a year more than a man of his wealth. If any of us would have said that two months ago, it would have been said in sarcasm. So that that adds to how bizarre this whole story is. Yeah, and, and look, I'm sure the Mets do have concerns past year two or year three. Um, I, I think the Twins feel like what they saw last year really counts because they know what how much Correa prepares himself to go through this. Um, but also, look, they wanted him. They they absolutely wanted him, and they, they were willing to demonstrate that. And I think maybe the Mets played the card of, hey, we're the Mets. We won 101 games last year. We signed yeah. Justin Verlander. You know, look at our team. You need us. Um, we're New York. Right. Cohen, Cohen liked a tweet the other day, and, and it's so funny to be – some fans pointed out, but Cohen liked a tweet that said, Hey, we're uh, we're we are New York, and and uh, you need us more than we need you, and you know that's uh, that's how it sort of played out here, and it, it's pretty crazy. He's not going to say at the press conference, "I wanted to be here all the time," is he? He can't say. No, that. he can't. No, no. Look, let's not fool ourselves here. Look, it was the Mets haven't won a World Series since 1986. For all the the Twins fans who talk about. Not having a one World Series since eighty uh, since ninety one, you know the Mets have gone longer and and, yep. and they've been there, but there's a lot at stake. The, Steve Cohen is running the team. There's fantasy land money being thrown around. It's amazing. Uh, he signed Verlander. He re-upped Edwin Diaz at a ridiculous contract. Um, they brought Great. in Correa when everybody thought you know Brandon Nimmo. They they've done everything they want to win. It's New York. Carlos Correa would love that spotlight. I mean, there's no question. What he is, what he what he goes back to is a team that he really loved playing for last year. Um, he he really enjoyed his time here. He really thinks the young players they have there's a really good foundation in place. I know he wants more. I know he wants a Verlander or a Scherzer, just like every Twins fan does. Um, and and we'll see what the Twins can do about getting that. But okay, can I jump in on that? Let, let me jump in on that. So Correa is their shortstop for the next six years. Your colleague, Aaron Gleeman, just ranked with The Athletic. I pay for it every day. It's well worth it. People should. Just ranked the top 40 prospects with the Twins. Yeah. And it's Lee 1, Lewis 2. You know, people know of Lewis. Brooks Lee was their number one draft choice last year. And he had a great half season of minor league baseball and they both play shortstop now. There are people, and you know this better than I, who wonder if really shortstop is the best position for either one. But what is the likelihood that Derek Falvey, now energized by this, maybe even empowered more by Joe Polad now running the team, says, Derek, why don't you go out there and listen on Lee and Lewis to try to pursue a higher quality 
starting pitcher than we have right now. Are they willing, do you believe, to take that risk, or do they still view these guys as such good young assets that even if Correa plays shortstop, they're going to find a spot for them and their value is still extraordinarily strong? Oh, look, don't, don't, I, I guarantee you there are certain factions of this team that would love if Brooks Lee was the third baseman, Royce Lewis was second base, and, and Carlos Correa was shortstop in, in a year or two. I mean, that would be a dynamite infield um, on the potential scale. And I, I think the, the Twins would hope that maybe be one that, you know, I don't know because it's Jose Altuve and because it's Alex Bregman and how good they are, uh, I don't know that you can realistically expect an infield to be that good. But given this is three first-rounders um, with Correa at the middle, I think they would hope it's a, a pretty good uh, infield. That being said, you know, they've long said they would, if they had access to a number one starting pitcher, they would. The problem is there's like eight of those guys in all of baseball, yeah, maybe right. 10, exactly. 11 of them. So what you're willing to do, uh, it just, I think it depends on the player that comes back. Uh, if it's going to be like, you know, if, if, if they had the Brooks Lee um, background, if, if they had that now at the time that Luis Castillo was available, they would have pushed, but the, the Mariners gave the Cincinnati Reds an extraordinarily good package um, for Luis Castillo around the same time the Twins got Tyler Malley. At the time, the Twins didn't have enough to get Luis Castillo. They were, I wouldn't say they were laughed out the door, but they were told politely no. Um, but you know, a couple of days later, yes, you can get Tyler Malley. So, would they be in a better spot now with that extra month and a half Brooks Lee? Probably. Um, is it enough? I don't know. They, they need more development out of their farm system. They have a lot of really intriguing players. They have a lot of depth, but they need a star. They need a star mm-hmm. in that system yep. to get a frontline pitcher. So they're on a good path. And, you know, look, it's hard to question what they're going to do when they've now two off seasons in a row signed Carlos Correa, when they kept Byron Buxton around, when they unloaded Jose Barrios trade deadline. They've been showing they're very aggressive. And, and trying to get what they want. So all this is really intriguing, and um, the Twins are It is intriguing, but we, we have to acknowledge, even with Correa and with a lot of injuries, they didn't yeah. make the playoffs in a lousy, lousy division. So I'm with you. You can't – literally, you can't just say, here's Brooks Lee, so give me your stud starter, because nobody's really giving up their stud starter. Are they willing – to give up Brooks Lee for somebody who's just a little bit better than Joe Ryan or Sonny Gray, and you might regret that because you might get a guy who's really, you know, a two on a truly great team, and all of a sudden Brooks Lee is just a star for seven years, but they're kind of boxed in. I mean, if they really want to be legit, they can't just trot out this same rotation. No, you know, and look, I, it's not quite the same rotation because you get Kenta Maeda back this year, yeah. and we saw what he can do health-wise in 2020. Now, granted, that was summer months. He has not done. He did not perform very well in the cold, and commented on how cold it was in 2021. Um, but you have a bunch of twos and threes in that rotation right now. That's it's a good starting point. It needs to get better and. You can't say they're the division favorites. The White Sox exist, and Cleveland's the defending champion and still has a lot of really good pitching. Um, but the Twins thought all along when they brought in Correa last year that they would be better positioned in 2023 because Maeda was back, 
um, you know, with with Tyler Malley, who they think, you know, they, they have a shoulder program going with him now that he wasn't previously doing. I think when you throw that in, they're they're confident they're going to get the guy that they traded for versus the guy that was injured in August and September. Um, you're a lot better team right now than you are. You, you're really hopeful Jorge Lopez is, is a lot more comfortable in year two with the Twins. You've added Christian Vasquez, a catcher. I think they're very happy about that over, you know, they, they, were, they were satisfied last year. Gary Sanchez did a really good job bringing his defensive metrics up, but I think Vasquez is a better catcher. Um, I think they feel like they have a very capable backup center fielder for Byron Buxton in Joey Gallo, who can also play dynamite corner defense, play first base. I think they feel like they are in a really good spot, and they expect a lot of those injuries to rebound. You know, Jorge Polanco had never gone through anything like that before. He's one of their most durable players ever, and, and he was beat up last year. Uh, that, was, that was surprising. That was shocking. That wasn't even surprising. That was shocking. Um, so I think they believe – but they're going to be a much better team. They have to prove it, though, and, and that's a big difference. But, you know, they're well-positioned right now, and that's a, it's a good starting point. Dan, I always enjoy it. Thanks for uh, giving us some info, and we'll continue to follow your reporting all throughout the, this story and its conclusion, wherever that might lead us. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on, Chad. Dan Hayes, check out his work. Check him out on Twitter and with The Athletic. A pretty um, – much touted report on when we eat. Is it really that surprising? Let's discuss in minutes on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Okay, we're going to talk prayer. And the idea that you can't offer prayer, I think it's uh, silliness has been pointed out throughout the last eight days. So one of the stories getting traction today is about basically the key part is when you're eating and how much you're eating. 
It's a study published in Obesity Reviews. Study scientists looked at data from nine rigorous clinical trials involving 485 adults. Another study published in Cell Metabolism. I love both these publications. Can't get enough. Scientists recruited a group of adults and examined what happened when they followed an early eating schedule for six days. The schedule included breakfast at 8, lunch at noon, and dinner at 4. And it came out with a lot of the information that has been reported over and over and over again. Doesn't make it easy. Doesn't mean people can do it with their schedules and their money. But what part of this don't we already know? And I wish I followed more of it. I really do. Don't skip breakfast. Skipping your morning meal increases your risk of obesity. Another headline. Morning carbs are better than late-day carbs. So if you're going to have bread, pasta, and pastries, it's better to do it in the morning when most of our insulin, uh, when, we're, we're, when we are most insulin-sensitive rather than at night. Try to eat dinner early in the evening. Move your dinner an hour early. Make dinner the smallest meal of the day. And again, try meal timing at least five days a week. This idea of if you can pull it off, the smaller meals help you. And I am all for all of us getting more and more information about how we can be healthier, how we can eat healthier, and what we can do. And I'll emphasize what I said at the start. For a lot of people, this is easier said than done. Because telling me I I need to have a a smaller dinner and eat earlier, well, guess what? I'm working, hypothetically, till 6 o'clock. Or my kids, with all their activities, they don't come home till 6.30. Or guess what? We don't have time for breakfast in the morning. When I, when I struggle with my insomnia, and that's way, way too often, among the habits I've developed the last few years is nibbling at night, and I know it's horrible for me. But I sit there in bed feeling like I'm borderline tortured, and I can't sleep. So I'm looking for just moments of joy. And that's why I do it. I know it's foolish. I know I shouldn't do it. But I know... Getting up and getting out of that bed over and over again or reading just isn't working. And so, hey, you know what sounds good? A nutter butter. Or where's some string cheese? So it's, to me, a good reminder. But I don't think it's earth-shattering news. And I just don't know how many people who haven't heard this information before have the ability to change as much as some of the scientists suggest. You want to chime in at any point, 651-461-9226. Traffic and weather when we come back on WCCO. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So we had Billy Joel earlier, which means we had a winner. I'm assuming the winner was uh, plenty pleased, Dave Harrigan? Sounded very happy. Tracy in Cottage Grove. She will be heading there with a friend or spouse. I don't know who she's bringing. Don't leave it to me to speculate. Maybe she's bringing a friend and not the spouse? We don't know. Could be. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, she's heading there. She was excited. Maybe she's telling the spouse to, you know, hey. Shape up a little bit. Maybe literally shape up. I don't know. Maybe uh, start following Tracy time. So we will have another winner, another opportunity for you to win Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Damar Hamlin, the news continues to get better day by day. Doesn't mean for one second that he's 100% and he's playing for the Bills, but think about where we all were if you saw it initially or you found out that DeMar Hamlin, after a tackle, goes down to the field, and we would later find out, not once but twice, had to be brought back to life. And you had no idea how long he might be in the hospital with loss of oxygen, intellectual capabilities, what has been compromised, and... So many good signs. And I saw so many people, social media platforms, radio, I heard it, TV, sending their best, including prayers for DeMar Hamlin. Dan Orlovsky who's excellent on ESPN in, was it the first day after the injury? Was it the second day? Not even injury where life altering event gave a prayer right there. I saw people offering up uh, on Twitter prayers today. And I saw so many people during this saying, Oh, it's too bad. We can't offer a prayer. What are you talking about? Okay, I get that religious attendance has dropped notably. Doesn't automatically make one plus one two because you're still going to have plenty of people who can believe in some form of God and they don't attend a church, a mosque, a synagogue, whatever it might be. We do have data which shows that we have more individuals who aren't as reliant on religion. But we have a lot of people who are agnostic. Okay, I'll say me. I I was exposed to a lot of religion by my mother growing up. I've said this a lot, so a lot of people probably know it by now, but I didn't live with my father until I was 12. 
for a religious service outside of a uh, a wedding. I've probably been to synagogue outside of a wedding funeral. I've been to synagogue maybe four times in my life. I'm not Jewish. People, some will assume that because my father. I have n- absolutely, possibly nothing against the faith. Half my family is Jewish. Kathleen was Catholic. We didn't raise our kids with one particular religion. We tried a number of services, including one place, Dave Harrigan, where this one Q was very, very young, where we brought Hunter and Griffin to a youth pastor. And about the uh, fifth or sixth time, the youth pastor, when my precocious middle child said, well, my grandfather is Jewish after listening to what was said, uh, if he stays Jewish, what happens to uh, to him? Uh, and then the youth pastor said, well, uh, he will be going to hell unless he, he converts. I'm sure that went over well with you. Oh, went very well with me. I uh, I told him to F off to his face right there in the uh, church, and we never entered that place again until I voted there this year, actually. That's the first time I, <laughs> I was back there. I thought about asking for that youth pastor. You know, and saying, hey, I just want to let you know my father lived to 100. He never switched. I think he's good. I think he's got to. Do you want to insult any other six and seven year olds? And we have some people who are insufferable that way about religion, where it's pretty funny how sanctimonious they can get, but it's only about their religion. And if somebody has similar beliefs about a different religion, oh, oh no, 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 no. And trust me, there are plenty of atheists who can be condescending his bleep towards religious folks also. But I was left again over this, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, and I want you to chime in. I want callers right now, texters and callers right now, 651-461-9226. Reminded me of the nonsense that nobody can say Merry Christmas. Oh, it was such a phony Fox News-driven story. Donald Trump did not bring Merry Christmas back. I didn't notice it one single time in my life where all of a sudden I, I'd like to say Merry Christmas, but I can't to you. And just like this, there were thousands and thousands, tens if not hundreds of thousands of examples where people wished the best, and in particular, to be precise, prayers to Damar Hamlet. But others who are convinced that because God doesn't play the same role for, let's say, me or you, Dave, as them, that this is an example of what's happened to our world when prayers were everywhere. And so do we have people who are bothered by it? Sure, just like we have people who are bothered when, wait, you're not with my religion or you don't follow my Bible or, wait a second, How can you not think my God is right? But stop with this prayer is being suppressed because we just saw on a national story where prayer was everywhere. Dave, I want you to chime in first when we come back. You agree with me or you completely disagree with me? Let me know through a phone call or a text. 651-461-9226. That's the city's one talk and text line. And that's how you can track me down. All right, Dave Harrigan, you heard me. I'm all for, like anybody who's decent, for DeMar Hamlin to make even more progress. It's been amazing so far. 
And to me, I've witnessed people offering up uh, on their social media platforms, on television, and uh, elsewhere in life, uh, prayers for DeMar Hamlin, and then uh, seemingly others at the same time saying, hey, you're never allowed to offer up a prayer. It's everywhere. So stop telling me you can't offer up a prayer. You're suppressed. Nobody will let you do it. When this national story demonstrated it took place. You can be the person who doesn't believe in prayer at all. That's your call. Do I do I personally think prayer helped Tamar Hamlin? Do I personally think that? No. No. But do I say that I'll take all good thoughts and prayer for Q as a meaning of I'll take any help? Sure. I think the medic for me, the medical personnel did this. People can argue and say, well, without God creating this world and allowing these skills to be uh, um, created by these individuals and to have that skill, it wouldn't have happened. We can have that debate. But just don't tell me that prayer is suppressed when prayer has been everywhere the last eight days. Tell me what you think through a text or a phone call. 651-461-9226. What do you think, Dave? Well, I, I do think the idea that prayer is being attacked and suppressed is a little bit ridiculous. I mean, in the last several years, we've seen, you know, you'd see a story about a, a manger scene at City Hall in, you know, whatever town that somebody complained about. And then, you know, they, they were forced to take it down. And, of course, that's, you know, all over Fox News and not saying they should or should not report on it. But that's kind of where these stories end up in the right-wing media because they happen to know that there's a lot of Christian-leaning folks watching their networks. And I think that just perpetuates the idea that, you know, you, well, you, you can't even say a prayer in this country when you know, clearly, as you've pointed out over the last week, you can say a prayer. You can say prayers in private. You can say prayers in public. You can say prayers on social media. You can say prayers on ESPN. And your point nails it. And Fox is masterful at this. That you have a town where, to me, a town went way too far. And manger scene saying Christmas, whatever it might be. And Fox will run it over and over again and thus try to convince everyone out there that every liberal is trying to get this done. They're trying to ban, they're trying to take God out of your life. When it's one town with something where I personally disagree and they've used that remarkably well. I can't tell you how many commentators and prominent ones I saw when Orlovsky is giving prayer on ESPN and and their tweet. Dave is saying, huh? You can't pray. You can't pray on TV. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? It's happening right now. And then how many others, by the way, who are left to center, and all of a sudden it's it's become this co-opted situation, and 
There are examples where it's true. There are other examples where it's not true at all, where no lefty ever has God in their life. Think about how people lied about Obama because of the color of his skin and his name, by the way. Let's just be clear about that because his name is Barack Hussein Obama, and he's not a white person. No, he's a Muslim, and he doesn't believe in God. Well, the biggest controversy of his time running for presidency was when Jeremiah Wright was offering all of his insulting comments. And yes, I found those comments very insulting in a church. So how could the people criticize him for not being a Christian when he was at a church, but he's a Muslim? So you're allowed to say that prayer is so important to you, God is so important to you, and you'd like to see more of it. But to say it's not out there after the last eight days, um, you're playing loose with the facts. Infinity from Marvin Windows, that's a great way to go with your windows. Check it out from Andy Lindis. Jason and Dan take you home here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.